patterns, permutations, time, rhythm, coordination, meter, concentration, tempo, modulation, groove. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast, where we discuss ways to go deeper with our practice. I'm Rich Stitzel, and I'll be your host. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Rich Stitzel. Welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast, Episode 6. I actually did have a question come in, so I'm going to talk about this real quick, and then we'll go ahead and get into Rhythmic Perception, a Primer, Part 6. The question was, what companies am I endorsed by? So I'll go ahead and just tell you that... um, uh, let's see here. My The lineage of my endorsements is in 1994, I signed with Evans Drumheads. In 19... And then I was, I was with Regal Tip for about six years from like 94 to 2000. And then I was with... I, I, I can't remember exactly because I was with Johnny Rab Drumsticks after Regal Tip for maybe two years... And I've been with Vic Firth now, which I love. I've always loved Vic Firth sticks. They're, they've been my favorites forever. I've been with Vic Firth now for, oh, I don't know, maybe eight years. So probably since 2009, 2008, something like that. Um, I have been with, who else? Uh, Craviato. I signed with Craviato as the last artist that Johnny signed before he passed away. Um, and I have been with them since May of 2015. I've been with the A&F Drum Company out of Austin since October of 2016. And my I've been with Sabian Cymbals since September of 2017. So just about, I've only been with Sabian for about a month now. And I also have a, the newest endorsement that I have is the Polynome Metronome app. Uh, Joe Crabtree is doing an amazing job with this incredible app called Polynome. Um, so I've been with them as an artist for about a month as well. So around the same time I did Sabian, um, Joe approached me and we talked and so I'm representing that app as well. So all these companies are are brilliant, amazing, my favorites in the world. Um, some people are confused because I'm with Craviato and ANF. So I'm with Craviato as far as wooden drums are concerned, and I'm with ANF for metal drums. So uh, which is what's one cool thing about ANF is they now have a brass drum set. So uh, be looking for that in my videos in the future, hopefully in the near future. All right, so that's that, and I'll probably dedicate an episode at some point to what endorsements are all about and and how I came to have them and um, what the relationships with the companies are like. But I tell you, now in this day and age, things have changed a lot. Um, In the beginning, an endorsement was much different than what an endorsement is now. Uh, an endorsement is much more two-way street nowadays, I'll just say that, because with the power of social media, I'm able to talk about my companies just as much as they are able to talk about me. So it's a, it's a, it's a win-win on both sides, and it's a great way for me to 
uh, be appreciative of the instruments that I play and to the companies that I uh, endorse, and they can do the same for me. So it's a it's a cool deal. Anyway, uh, let's get into Rhythmic Perception of Primer Part 6. This is the beginning of the groove portion of this series. And you're going to hear it in the lesson, but I'm just going to give it another shout-out in uh, 2017 style to one of my musical partners in crime and somebody who has inspired me more than almost any other musician in the history of my life and someone who is an absolutely brilliant artist no matter what instrument they pick up. Mr. Paul Mutzabaugh, who in Chicago is known as a stellar, one of the world's greatest piano players, uh, keyboard players, synthesizer players. He's also an incredible bass player. He leads a band called The Unknown New on bass, which I play percussion in. But uh, And if you know him well, you know that he's also a fantastic drummer. In fact, he, he touts um, marching with the uh, Cavaliers, for several years, and he knows his stuff. He is serious. But he has contributed to this uh, this next part of the lesson series by playing some uh, synthesizer solos and real bass on the play-along. So it kind of brings the play-along to life. Um, I hope you enjoy, and I'll be back at the end to say goodbye. Hey, everybody. Rich Stitzel here from DrumMantra.com. I'd like to thank all of you for watching the first five parts of this video series. All the two-limb combinations of the three to four polymetric relationship. We've covered them all, every possible combination. Now we begin the groove study series. This is a three-limb coordination exercise. The first series, the first part will have ride cymbal, kick, and snare. Okay, here we go. Rhythmic perception of primer part six. The groove studies. So for groove, we need to have things have a feeling. They need to have an organic kind of life to them. And I thought, what better way to get this to happen than to employ the great talents of one of my very good friends here in Chicago, Mr. Paul Mutzabaugh, who is a brilliant composer, an amazing musician, plays tons of instruments. And so he took my little MIDI play-along that I created for the first part of this exercise series, and he played real bass and then he played Wurlitzer and he did a little synthesizer lead staying true to the chord progression that I had created for the exercises but kind of embellishing the whole thing with a human feel to make it very more to make it more organic so thank you Paul I really appreciate it I know you're going to enjoy what you hear him doing okay so number one of this exercise is the polymetric relationship of three to four kick the silver bucket the faster tempo, the dotted eighth note, will be on the ride cymbal. This is in 3-4, this first exercise. So the slower tempo, the quarter note pulse, will be in 3-4. And we're just going to go kick, snare, snare. Kick, snare, snare. With a dotted eighth ride. Okay, here we go.
excellent. Option two of this groove, kick, kick, snare. So we're just going to put two kicks in the, two notes in the kick, one note in the snare. Same dotted eighth ride pattern. Ready? Here we go. Okay, great. Number two, this now shifts the tempo to 120 beats per minute. We're going to go in 4-4 four, four time, and we're going to reverse the roll of the kick and snare and the ride. So now, at the 120 BP, BPM, we're going to go kick, snare, kick, snare. The slower tempo will be in the ride. So essentially, the ride will be playing a half note triplet over this kick and snare pattern in 4-4. Four, four. Here we go. Okay, number three. We're going back to the slower tempo of 90 beats per minute. We'll reverse the roll again, so now the kick and the snare are going with the 90 beats per minute. Re uh, kick, snare, kick, snare. We're in 4-4 four, four time, and the ride cymbal goes back to playing dotted eighth notes. Now because we're in 4-4 four, four time, this will be a three measure long pattern, so it will take 12 beats until the pattern cycles back to the beginning again. Alright, here we go.
Okay, great. We're down to the last two exercises of this part of the series. We go back to 120 beats per minute. We're now in 3-4 time. Once again, the rolls reverse, so the faster tempo will be the kick, snare, snare. Kick, snare, snare, kick, snare, snare. And the ride cymbal takes on the 90 beat per minute tempo, which means the ride cymbal, again, is playing half note triplets. All right, here we go. Okay, here we are at the last one, and it's just an option two. We're going to go kick, kick, snare, kick, kick, snare. Ride cymbals playing those half note triplets. Here we go. great you made it through all the exercises of part six fantastic now to really get these under your belt you're going to want to work on them a lot a lot of repetition because we're trying to go from an intellectual exercise a coordination exercise and we're trying to get our muscle memory to happen enough that we don't have to think about it we can just feel it so when the body can do this naturally it becomes a feel thing and that's where the whole groove comes into play it's not a groove until it feels good. Make sure you get this very solid. You've got one week to work on it because next week we're going to take the ride cymbal pattern and move it down to the left foot to the hi-hat. So we're still doing the groove between the kick and snare, but now the hi-hat is doing all the interaction. All right, until next week, practice hard, take care, see you then.
so there you have it. Man, I just love hearing Paul play. He really made that play along come to life playing bass and synthesizer on it. Very cool. So there it is. The groove begins. Um, there's some coordination challenges to this. So when you get onto the kit and try this, uh, it, it could be a little disorienting in the beginning, but get through it. And I, I know some of you may think to yourself, I'm never going to play that on a gig. So why do I need to do it? And here's why. The more you know, the more you can do, the more at ease you'll be when you're playing your gig. Believe me, I don't play these kinds of things on any of my gigs. But when I do play these gigs, I'm super comfortable, I'm super relaxed because my body has gone to a deeper level of coordination with itself. And because of that, I don't have to stress about each note that comes out. Um, it just... The more you are able to overcome on the coordination level, the more at ease you are when you're playing the music that you play for your gig or your job or your session or whatever. So just remember that um, this, this stuff is not to create some kind of musical acrobatics. It is about going deeper and becoming more in control with what you do. Okay? So... I hope you enjoyed, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Happy practicing. Talk to you later.